Since we've been stuck inside, most of us have been neglecting our hair a bit. Trust me, I totally get it. But now with the world reopening, we're meeting with friends, going to events, and it's time to bring our hair back to top form. Rejuvenate your hair with the dual ion therapy of Smooth Wrap. The Conair Smooth Wrap hair dryer helps restore the natural balance of your hair while giving you frizz-free volume and shine in less time. Go to Amazon.com and search Conair Smooth Wrap to order yours today. When it comes to working at GEICO, our best advocates are our employees, like Maxine. But since she's so focused on growing her career, we hired an actor to read her story. At GEICO, I love mentoring the new associates to help them make this a career and not just a job. And with new opportunities and job stability, GEICO has been helping people grow their careers for over 75 years. The only downside? She still hasn't met the gecko. Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Fredericksburg? We're hiring claim sales and service agents. Apply online today at geico.job slash Fredericksburg. So, hey, yeah, I was told, yeah, can't say that word of the virus because YouTube and other social media platforms. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. They said don't don't mention the name of it because you get demonetized and stuff like that. So, I, you know, well, Wait, hold up. Do we get money from YouTube or anything? Have we got paid by any of these social media platforms? Yeah, I didn't think so. All right, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm just going to say it. Coronavirus. So, there. COVID-19. Now, can't get demonetized if I wasn't getting paid in the first place. Highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that, from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe, and if you want to connect with us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. It's all the same, at TrendChat 24-7. Thank you so much for listening. This is a live episode of TrendChat. This is a rare one. Um, I wish we would do more live episodes, but it just being on the road like I am, it's very difficult to get a strong cell signal, I guess, to... Um, to keep the stream going um, I don't even know if this one's going to be strong enough for the whole podcast or not I don't know we'll find out actually if you're out there listening let me know um, if you're hearing us loud and clear if there's any issues let us know like I said we don't do many of these live episodes and again I prefer doing it because as someone who overthinks uh, um, a lot especially when it comes to doing a podcast or writing anything when I'm recording, uh, if something's wrong, especially like in the first five minutes, I'll just stop it and start over. And that gets frustrating, <laughs> but you know, when it's live, it's live. So it's, it's out there. If I mess up. I could just, Oh, well, <laughs> you heard it. I just had to keep on going. So appreciate you listening. This is, you know, listening here on trench at 24, 
Um, I actually don't know how it works when I do live episodes for the podcast outlets like Google Play and um, Apple Podcasts and whatnot. I don't know how that works. Well, iHeartRadio, I don't know if they play it live or what or they I don't know if it is. Again, if you're hearing me live on those podcast outlets, most podcasts, popular podcast outlets we're on. So if you're listening on there right now here at you know, 10 o'clock central time. <laughs> And so, if you listen to there, I guess send us a message. I, I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works either because, again, we don't do a lot of these live episodes. But let's get straight down to the to it because, like I said in the beginning, I don't know why these platforms, like I said, YouTube, um, I guess the rest of them are kind of um, suppressing in a way or in YouTube's case, they're demonetizing videos that mention coronavirus. And like I said, I, I, I we wasn't getting any money from them anyway. So why does it matter? My would I was thinking about that when I was uh, putting the title to this and hearing about what was happening to other uh, publishers that were being demonetized. Cause it was like when you would watch a video on YouTube in particular, there's, there's anything except the name because they've been told by YouTube, I'm guessing, um, to not use that word for whatever reason. But like I said, we weren't, we wasn't getting money anyway. So, um, so yeah, why not just call it what it is? Cause it's going to be about coronavirus and socialism because we have Morgan Zeggers with us. She is the founder of Young Americans Against Socialism. So we we talked with her. We'll play that interview um, in this episode. And also just it really is going to just go back and forth between those two subjects in this episode. Really nothing else <laughs> um, to really talk about. That's whatever it is. It's probably going to be um, coronavirus related in a, in a way. So. The one thing I know is whenever we have any sort of tragedy or any sort of crisis, which is going on right now, is the, I guess the sentiment is that this shouldn't be politicized, right? And that is true. Like, should it, you know, should this be politicized? No. Should any of these tragedies, school shootings, anything, should any of this be politicized? No, it shouldn't. But what is the reality? It will be. So you might well just be prepared for it. <laughs> it's going to be politicized. And so just go ahead, just deal with that. Really, that's just the reality of it. And we're already seeing it anyway. Um, it's not like I'm breaking <laughs> news right now uh, by mentioning that. But before I really get into all of this, because I kind of want to start off because Really, everything that is going to be discussed in this episode is kind of somewhat in the context of this quote that I heard. From, um, I mean, I've heard it before, but someone posted it on social media uh, this past couple of days. And I think it fits uh, with everything that's about, that is going on and that is about to go on, I will say. And the quote is this. Emergencies have always been the pretext on which the safeguards of individual liberty have been eroded, which is a quote from Friedrich Hayek. And I mean, 
that right there, regardless of, like I said, whatever tragedy we're talking about, whether it's this uh, pandemic that is going on with the coronavirus and whether it's, you know, school, uh, like a school shooting or any sort of shooting that, that happens or any other, like, I mean, even let's say even 9-11, any sort of tragedy that happens to to the world. It seems like that is the time where people in power, especially uh, politicians in particular, want to use that <laughs> to either, for the most part, just gain power, grow government, etc. And it happens every time. And it's, it's pretty much going to happen now. And depending on how um, bad, it, how bad it gets out here, um, who knows how far <laughs> this could go because people are going to be in a panic, which they already are. I mean, we're seeing people buying toilet paper like it's going out of style um, and, uh, you know, the essential items, you know, water, um, you know, canned foods, all that. You go to pretty much any Walmart. I went to um, one today and all that was gone just <laughs> the toilet paper water all the, the only well they had water but they only had one brand so i guess it is <laughs> the brand nobody wanted <laughs> and <laughs> but they still had that left <laughs> and people were like well i guess they don't like it but they're gonna take it because it's, <laughs> it's the only brand of water that was still on the shelf so i <laughs> i even bought them pack of it myself just to see i'm like is this i i, I know i needed some water anyway a pack of water because i normally buy you know a pack of water a week to put in my truck and um and but i normally don't buy this brand but and i was like this brand must must be pretty bad because people don't because this because they had a lot of it like all the other brands were gone but this one particular brand was on the shelf but um so i just bought it just out of curiosity i just want to see how this tastes but um it, it's not going to matter i mean if you if you're thirsty you're thirsty so but the it the one thing about this this whole um i guess hysteria in a way um uh, which i don't say you know it's not nothing to take light of because it is something that should be taken seriously um but it feels like we're like in two extremes right now whether it's like this is either the uh, the the coming of the zombie apocalypse or like we're all gonna die we need to be wrapped in saran wrap and all that or we don't <laughs> we don't care at all we're you know licking doorknobs and <laughs> and just living carefree <laughs> and it feels like those are the only two extremes so, so if someone says yes take it seriously but don't freak out just saying something like that makes it seem like oh you just don't care no, because one thing is um the the preventative measures that the CDC the uh, the WHO <laughs> the WHO and um all of them have put out is you know if you're sick stay at home if uh wash your hands and you know basic hygiene. <laughs> And which, when I see going back to you know the 
the shelves being just empty, uh, hand sanitizer and all, all sorts of, you know, uh, like I said, toilet paper and all that. It, it makes me wonder, especially with the, <laughs> with having to tell people to wash their hands. I'm like, were we not doing this already? Like people weren't washing their hands. Like people had, we really had to be told that. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, I, that is true. Cause I, I don't know how many times I've been in the bathroom and I, I'm, I'm in the restroom and I'm washing my hands, and someone, you know, guy comes right out of the toilet and just walks right out the door. <laughs> so, I, so unfortunately, I guess we do need to be told that. But. It's just basic hygiene that we need to practice, really. And again, like I said, if you feel sick, just, you know, stay at home and all that. But here's the thing. And I'll get to this after our first break is um, when it comes to, whole, you know, everything about staying at home. I mean, there's an issue with that because, you know, we as a country have, <laughs> um, are not the best as far as, you know, saving up or being, uh, being proactive whenever something like this will happen to already have the supplies, but instead of having to go in a mad rush to get everything. And, um, one thing I, I did notice is when you go to the Walmart or your, whatever your, um, you know, your grocery store or whatnot, and you'll see all the toilet paper gone and um you'll see you know the like i said hand sanitizer baby wipes and and all of that canned foods all that just gone um but one thing i i am noticing that is not flying off the shelves and you know not trying to be funny really but it's just it's just obvious but one thing i'm not seeing um and i went by it just to make sure are condoms condom aisle is full i'm just saying i mean you're gonna have all these people quarantined you know people gonna be you know locked up in homes got kids um you know schools are closing down all this and sports is basically canceled and people are just gonna be you know sitting at home and um i'm just saying don't be surprised there's there's gonna be an increase of christmas and New Year's babies. Politics and other stuff, maybe. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com, here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. Make sure you go to Trend Chat, check it out, listen to it. One of the best shows that I've ever been on. So make sure you go check it out, man. God bless y'all. We here at Trench Hat, we are proud to be part of the 1776 Militia. 
check out 1776united.com. They have a wide array of clothing, hats, shirts, art, and more that is fiercely patriotic and stylish to match. Go to 1776united.com, and if you put in the code TRENCHAT, you get 20% off your first purchase. Again, 1776united.com, put in the code TRENCHAT for 20% off. All right, so um, <clears throat> now, <laughs> um, I'm, look, I'm just saying, like I, like I said at the end of the last segment, just just be ready. There's going to be a lot of Christmas and New Year's babies. I'm telling, I'm telling you, it's going to be out there. But um, so, but so you have the people. One of the, I guess, one of the things that are that the being told to everyone is that you know if you feel sick stay at home which is sound advice i'm not saying like you shouldn't definitely if you feel sick you know stay at home and but here's the catch to that really (laughs) because for the people for the most part i'm just going by like i read this forbes article so about um how many people live paycheck to paycheck so find out According to the Forbes article, 78% of people live paycheck to paycheck. And also, on top of that, I uh, looked at an article from Yahoo Finance, and it says 58% have less than a 1000 in savings. So, those are two, that's more, it's more than half. I mean, especially with the living the paycheck to paycheck, it's almost 80%. Uh, I mean, those are, uh, those are Democrats, Republicans, all all sorts of political ideologies that are part of that number. And I just said that because this is one of those, and this is where I, where the socialism of this comes in because in this, I, well, like I said, politics has always kind of been like this, but there are definitely people who have this mentality of like the ends justify the means. And, also, you have people, you know, like Rahm Emanuel, who said never let a you know crisis go to waste and, and whatnot. And you have people who are out here who are living paycheck to paycheck, essentially. You know, almost 80 percent of people out here living paycheck, pay, paycheck to paycheck. And for them to stay home, it's, um, it's something that they don't want to do. And there's going to be a good, there's going to be a people out here that are going to try to go to work, even though they're sick. And then they know they're sick too. And, but they're like, I, I can't afford to take off work. Now I know Trump administration has already, um, uh, tried to, uh, you know, to, to relieve people of that. Um, and in the sense of where they don't have to really have to worry too much about it, but until that is, you know, they actually see that and that actually becomes, they know that's a, that is a reality and they don't have to force themselves to come um, to work. Um, well, I just hope pe- people don't, you know, come to work and even though they're sick. But I understand and looking at these numbers, I'm pretty sure they're going to be people that are going to um, make that decision bad decision i will say as well but i would see i can see people wanting to use that use those cases of people who 
all living paycheck to paycheck and want to use those situations to say, like, see, that's why we need universal basic income or something like that. Or that or also because of what's going on with this uh, pandemic. This is that's why we need universal health care. All these socialist policies that want to come up. I mean, we're already seeing it because um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez already tried to uh, make the point uh, about universal basic income in light of all of this. And and also uh, Nancy Pelosi tried to put in some abortion in, in this um in the bill to help as far as um, trying to deal with this with this pandemic with the coronavirus and all that and so you're seeing them as i mentioned before they're already trying to weave in their um, their agenda that has nothing to do with what's going on but again like i was saying as far as having these people that are out here like i said people not saving don't 58 percent of people have less than a thousand in savings and i can just see now i'm not saying that they don't have any that they don't care for the suffering of these people i think they truly you know want to do right for the people but also feel like they also want to gain some political power out of this as well you know just kind of in a way kind of you know kill two birds with one stone in a way so so i can see where you would have people in power sacrifice you know the comfort and well-being of everyone with this uh crisis that is going on you know to negatively negatively affect their political political enemies i would say political enemies but i don't know these days i don't know if it's political anymore i feel like it's it's getting more personal actually <laughs> but um but still i can definitely see and why wouldn't they want to use this i mean it's already there since they have the opportunity they might what they're going to take advantage of it and that's what they're going to do that's what they're already trying to do and on top of that you have as you see in the media where it seems like the Trump administration can't do anything right and also as far as um, kind of making it not saying trying to make it seem worse than it already is and well I guess in that sense I would say the media are making it seem that way because I just picture it this way. So it, when, if Obama was in office, it would be trying to calm the public and trying to say that, you no, know, it's not as bad as, as it seems. And probably, you know, just said the same thing, like, okay, just wash your hands. And if people, you know, you feel sick, just stay at home, but you know, don't panic. Just, uh, everything is okay. That's not what you're seeing from the media right now, because, on top of okay yes we want to you know do right by the people but in the same sense if we can also you know not trump you know not trump down a few pegs especially in, a, in an election year why not so 
So, of course, yeah, I can definitely see um, no matter how, no, no matter what the Trump administration does and no matter how good a job they do, they're not going to get credit for it. Just put it that way. Because for one, you're not, they're not going to get the credit from the media um, regardless. Because if you just even compare with what happened during the Obama administration and how they handled whatever, um, you know, outbreaks and anything like that, their response back then was definitely not nearly as um, hysterical <laughs> as it is um, this time. And it was worse then, but <laughs> then again, there's an agenda and, this is also where I go back to where I, I think I've mentioned this a hundred times. And I think if anything, you probably hear from this podcast. If you listen to it in more than a couple episodes is that the media is not objective. And that is what, that is one thing I just wish people will understand is that they have a bias and they, they have, this facade of objectivity that they're, they're totally nonpartisan, which is totally not true. And that goes both ways. Talking about Fox, as far as MSNBC and CNN go both ways, but they all have, they all have an, a bias. I mean, we all have a bias for one. I just wish people would just admit it, <laughs> just admit where you stand and then let the people decide, you know, if they want to continue listening or, or not. So anyway, talking about socialism, we're going to speak with Morgan Zeggers. We're going to play an interview from CPAC. Speaking of CPAC, I want to mention that also because um, I think since the last time we was on and, you know, we had our interview uh, we're Kimberly Clasic at CPAC and everything. Yes, we were at CPAC. And yeah, we got the information about the um, infected, you know, infected individual who was there. We, you know, I wasn't nowhere near whoever they, whoever that was. I wasn't in their area or anything. And I knew that from talking with people from CPAC. But then I heard about um, Senator Cruz. And then I, thought about it for a second because i did speak with senator cruz for like 30 seconds so then i so i wanted to know when was that and because i didn't know what was going on with him at that time and but since when he came out with his statement and so i was like okay well i you know i spoke with senator cruz too for about 30 you know like i said about 30 seconds and then i found out um senator cruz came in contact with them long after I spoke with him. I spoke with him like when he first walked in into the building before he walked into the building naturally. Um, and so I was like, okay, well then I know, I know I'm good. And plus I was feeling fine anyway. So I was like, you know that then again, just because you're feeling fine. Also just want to say that doesn't automatically mean cause it takes as they keep saying two to 14 um, days um, can pass before you feel, get, have any effects, which is also uh, something for me personally. 
with all these cancellations and everything, you know, March Madness, no, you know, no NCAA tournament, um, no NASCAR, no NBA, no soccer, no sports. Like sports is just canceled, except, <laughs> except for WWE. WWE is still at this moment as of recording. This what the, it is Friday, March the thirteenth. As of this recording, I just want to make sure I say that because by by the end of this recording, it could change. But they, the WWE, has said they are still going ahead with WrestleMania, which is in Tampa, Florida, in um uh the first week in April. They're still going ahead with that. Now, say what you said, you know, say what you will about wrestling. Okay, whatever. But this particular event, if you don't know, WrestleMania is a huge event. Um, it is a, it's an event that's normally is held in a football stadium. This one's going to be held at Raymond, um, Raymond James stadium in Tampa, you know, home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's going to be there. We're talking about a, an event that brings in hundreds of thousands of people around the world and every state and multiple countries. So with everything that is going on, they're still going along with this event. And so Again, who knows? It might be canceled by <laughs> as I'm speaking right now. But WWE is still going along, still saying they're still going to go through with the event. And I'm thinking it's going to be the only event of large scale that's still um, scheduled to go go on. And I doubt that's going to happen. I, <laughs> I think. Sooner or later, probably next week or so, they're just going to cancel it or move it somewhere else or whatever. Um, I just don't see it happening because, like I said, I think there will be the only one um, in the next few weeks that's going to that's that would happen. And I don't know if they want to have that spotlight because if they go along with WrestleMania and if one person is considered you know tested positive for coronavirus it's done <laughs> i mean they the the publicity the negative publicity they would get for that it would just yeah it would <laughs> it would bring down it may bring down wwe in a sense especially if it's you know like one or two and then um the outbreak just really goes crazy from that or whatever so they're taking a huge risk if they do this i know they know this but like i said they're still thinking about going along with it so okay i wasn't going anyway <laughs> i was going to watch it on tv but um but I, I don't know if they're going to try to you know make a stand and use this to make the point that hey we don't you know don't need to uh, just cancel our lives basically um just as long as we practice basic hygiene so anyway uh, um after our after a word from our friends with the founding project we we will hear from the founder of young americans against socialism morgan zeggers hello to fans of trend chat and brian bledsoe the Founding Project, an education nonprofit dedicated to civics, invites you to visit our brand new website. Visit us at thefoundingproject.com 
be a part of the civics movement with the Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. Commentary as subtle as a sledgehammer. This is Trend Chat. Hello, this is Trend Chat here at CPAC, and we are very pleased to have Morgan Zeckers with us. She is with Young Americans Against Socialism, and we've been wanting to have her on for a while, and we finally got a chance to catch up with her. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much. I'm glad I'm on. So, I had a couple of general questions I was going to ask everyone that, that I'm going to interview, but I know for you in particular with Young Americans Against Socialism, the theme of CPAC is America versus Socialism, so this is right down your alley. And so the first question I just want to ask is, in your opinion, how have we got, gotten to this point in a country that this is even a question? Right. I, I ask myself that quite often, but I've, I have this equation that I really think is the reason, especially for my generation. Uh, first of all, we were failed in the classroom. I don't think we were properly taught uh, history in terms of how socialist leaders actually come to power. We were taught about Fidel Castro and uh, Che Guevara a little bit and uh, Lenin and Stalin, but instead of the entire story, all we're taught is that these men were evil dictators that starved their people and had massive suffering and uh, were just incredibly bad leaders. We weren't taught that they came to power as socialists, as Marxists, who promised a more free, fair, equal society, and that they promised to to provide their people all these things. They promised that they would stand up for the working class, and all of those promises just never came to fruition. Instead, those ideas led to such massive scale of, of suffering. And so I think if we were able to make that connection better in the classroom, we wouldn't be in this situation. And so that ignorance of the issue of socialism and what socialism actually is, seizing the means of production, not just some big government programs like in Nordic Europe, uh, that ignorance combined with good intentions is propping us up to be very well easily taken advantage of by the far left because they're lying to us, they know that we aren't educated, they know we have good intentions, and they're feeding us these these lies and these false utopian promises. So I guess for the people that maybe maybe don't know, tell us about, you know, what it, I guess when you look at it, it's not yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but tell us about it. So, basically, uh, about a year ago, I saw that AOC and the squad were elected in November 2018. And then around the same time, I saw a poll that said 58% of people my age would choose socialism for the future of the country. And I, I didn't know much about the topic. You know, I love history, and I'm a little into politics, but I was like, what? I, I was just shocked. I had no idea. I was baffled. I was embarrassed by my generation. And so I looked into it more. I did a lot of research. And I partnered, I don't know if you know Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, she had an awesome staffer, Peter Olson, and we were like, we could really make an educational videos and put them on social media. We saw that 90% of people our age have a social media account, so we were like, this could be effective and efficient, a really effective and efficient way to get the messaging out there. So let's make videos, let's throw them online. We put them out, we launched in August, and it was crazy. We got a million views in 24 hours, 45 million impressions in the first month. We were shocked, and I started this as a passion project. We started this as a side thing. I had a full-time job at the time and it did so well and the American people just loved the message of it that I was like I'm giving my two weeks. I get my two weeks at my job I hit the road and I've been on the road ever since for YAS, speaking at college campuses conferences like CPAC and it's been really amazing. So I guess what um one of my other questions is just your thoughts on 2020 in general. And no, I, 
for 2020, oh boy, I, like I said, I'm not into the, the politics of it so much as I am into the values of freedom and hard work and opportunity. And I personally, just aver- as an average American, I think America is going to completely reject socialism uh, in the polls and on election day. And I'm very excited. I'm not worried at all. I don't think America will elect somebody who honeymooned in the USSR and praised Fidel Castro and said bread lines are okay. Uh, and so I think Bernie Sanders is going to be the lead. I think he's going to be the nominee. And I think Trump is going to kick his butt. Uh, sorry for saying that. But um, I, I'm not very worried. I think I'm more worried about post-2020. Bernie Sanders has been very successful in the far left, has been very successful at building a grassroots movement of young Americans that are useful idiots. They have no idea what socialism actually is, but boy, do they support it. So if, if people want to know more about Young Americans Against Socialism and, and want to get contact with you on social media, where would it go? So our we're on all social media platforms as Young Americans Against Socialism, but our website where all of our educational videos are, if you want to show them to the young people in your life or if you want to watch them yourself and, and learn a little bit about the history and dangers of socialism, it's at fightsocialism.org. All right, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. This is Sarah Gonzalez, and you are listening to Trend Chat. want to keep America great but you don't know where to go to get some Trump centric gear check out trumpmode.com and if you put in the code trendchat you get 10% off so at trumpmode.com they have flags coins mugs of course so go to trumpmode.com put in the code trendchat get 10% off again trumpmode.com with the code trendchat for 10% off alright thanks to Morgan for joining us and as we were, um, as you heard in the interview, um, at that time, especially at CPAC, you know, the whole thing, like I said, the, the theme was America versus socialism. And so the <laughs> the idea was maybe, you know, it, it seemed like Bernie was pretty much on his way to being the, the nominee, which you know, a lot has changed since that time. And Joe Biden is pretty much as taken a, a i'd say a commanding lead but he it, it seems it's he's pretty much going to be the nominee um from uh, after super tuesday and also after i guess many super tuesday uh he's pretty much is in the lead and looks to be the nominee that being said um who knows <laughs> i mean th- things could change and so right now it you know it's pretty much is Biden, but Sanders is still in there, and I could say barring some sort of who knows what happened, but um, it still doesn't change talking about socialism because whether it's so, all right, so you won't say right now Biden in the lead, but you know Sanders, you know he's he's around still. Socialism is still on the ballot. It just as opposed to having Bernie Sanders on there who would have had, uh, would have had like an all out uncompromising assault on, you know, this country and continuing to fast forward the fundamental transformation of this country that Biden, he was part of the Obama administration that that's what their goal. <clears throat> and so 
that's what would have been with Bernie Sanders. It just would have been a fast forward of socialism as opposed to Biden, which it'll just be still socialism. It'll just be under a different name just to make it palatable for everyone. And, and it'd be done at a slower pace. So socialism is still, is still on the ballot with whether it's Biden or Sanders on there. Cause it, it you know, with Biden, it's just going to be that continual, what that like that frog in the pot theory where you, you know, you leave a frog in the pot. And if you, if it's, you know, hot, if it's you know boiling hot, they just going to hop out of the pot. But if you just slowly turn the heat up little by little by little, the frog is not going to notice it. And then the frog is just going to die after so long. So it's kind of like that. That's how, that's how they've been kind of pushing socialism all these years. And it's been working so far. I mean, I hate to say it, but it has been working. And so that's what, um, that's what, what it would, what would be on the ballot, um, with Biden. So regardless in the interview, we were talking about Bernie, but still it's, we're still talking about socialism. It's just with a, um, with, a, with the smiley face in a way, as far as <laughs> with, um, with Biden, <laughs> but, um, Anyway, I wanted to, I thought we were just going to talk just about coronavirus, but we're going to talk a little bit about actually thinking about it because of everything with coronavirus, this, this is affected it too. It will affect it. It starts, um, this movie starts on Friday and, but with everything that's going on, who knows who's going to go to the movie theaters now, but anyway, this movie called the hunt. So, um, this movie was supposed to come out last year and basically it's about these from just from the, um, trailer that you watch, you know, whatever. Um, it was about these, you know, elite liberals who were hunting, uh, just, you know, Republicans or, you know, deplorables or Trump supporters to put it that way. And it got all this controversy, you know, it, everybody just uh, freaked out and everything, which look, I understand the premise is terrible talking about, you know, people hunting other people. That's a terrible premise. That being said, given that this is a Hollywood movie and they were making liberals to be the villains, I was kind of, you know, kind of perplexed in this. Like, I don't get this because I just figured it would have been the other way around. Um, and so I was kind of like, I don't, um, yeah, I understand. Yeah. The whole idea of it is horrible. Yeah. I understand that. But, uh, I was just looking at it from the sense of what, who were, who are the villains and I guess who are the sympathetic characters? I can't say they're going to be the heroes, but they were putting these deplorables, at least in the trailers, they were, you know, making them look like they were more sympathetic. And, um, and anyway, I felt like, and I don't know, I don't, I don't plan on going to see this. I don't think I am. At least I'm pretty sure I'm not. Cause for one, you know, I'm just don't care about going to the movie theaters anyway, with all this going on <laughs> just because I mean, just it's whatever. And plus I don't, I didn't, wasn't, you know, interested in seeing it in the first place, but 
that being said, I feel like this is going to be some sort of bait and switch that they're showing in the trailer to get people um, to go watch it. And then it's going to be the opposite. It's going to turn out to be the total opposite where you're going to have the Trump supporter being the villain and they're and these liberals are going to be the heroes. I mean, it's coming from Hollywood, so I don't I can't not be skeptical <laughs> of of that. But in anyway, that's again, that was still connected to COVID-19. I guess I need to mention that too. Just I want to mention the words coronavirus <laughs> COVID-19 just, just you know, I guess if it's going to get traffic, I got to say those words and put it in there to uh, <laughs> to get noticed, I guess. So I'm <laughs> just going to going to put that in there as well. Now, I would say there are some positives. I will mention, you know, just this, you know, there I, I've mentioned all the horrible stuff about, you know, about the coronavirus and all, all this. But I think there's some positives that can come out of this because one, maybe we'll see some innovation of when it comes to online events and also just giving people more options as far as when it uh, comes to doing things um, digitally, digitally. (laughs) And um, see, that's one of those things where if I was recording this, well, it's 44 minutes in, I wouldn't have stopped by now, but anyway, but, um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, we'll see some more innovation as far as uh, doing things online and I think some of these events that were canceled are looking to do things um, online. I know in particular, uh, Ligonier Ministries were, was going to have their national conference in um, Florida, the annual conference, and they canceled it. And so one thing they're looking to do is to um, have it have it online and uh, streaming, I guess. And yeah, so I think maybe we may see some fast track of innovations in in that to where people just won't don't absolutely have to be at a at a venue if they don't have you know if they can't like in this case but at the same time still have somewhat of an experience i mean especially with the rise of like virtual reality where you can put the goggles on and um be it's not going to be the same obviously but it still could be something and we may see more of that um, in the next, who knows how long it's going to last. So if it, if this goes on for months or half a year or whatever, you may have a lot of people that, um, you know, want to speed up these, you know, whatever they were maybe planning on doing, or maybe something that was in the, that they were planning to do later on. They can just, you know, try to do it now just because so many people are going to maybe stuck in at home or whatever like that. So that could be a positive that comes out of this. Also, another thing, um, especially with everything going on in in China and shutting down production of pretty much everything. And this country and and other countries as well, being so reliant on Chinese products, cheap Chinese products, but maybe this will be a wake up call to make, you know, make us here in the States to be more competitive when it comes to producing more products here in the, in the States. So we don't have to be so, so dependent on other countries. Um, kind of like what we did with oil and stuff like that. But, you know, so 
And also, <laughs> the one positive that will come out of this, and I, and I hope it, after this, people will continue doing it. Um, maybe people will actually, you know, start washing their hands more. Actually practice basic hygiene. Because apparently, I guess we wasn't doing it enough. And I guess this is... This was the catalyst to, to start everyone. Hey, start washing your hands, you filthy people. <laughs> so anyway, you know, that's, that is the end of our show. And I appreciate you listening here on Trend Chat. And I can't believe it. We, you know, like I said, it, this was live. And if, and this is it. I did one take. It's live. It's over and it's done with. So I, and seems like we've stayed on. So. <laughs> Uh, again, I appreciate everyone listening and like, share, subscribe, all that jazz at trenchat247.com, um, at trenchat, all the social media and all that. So thanks again. And until next time, we'll chat with you later. Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughter's the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, make sure... Jim. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. We're on the air. I need to try it first. Con cero azúcar y ahora mucho más rica. ¿Será que la nueva Coca-Cola Zero Sugar es la mejor de todas? Descúbrela.